Welcome, everybody. I'm Tom Corbett, and I'm here with my good friend Justin St. Louis, and this is the start of a brand new podcast coming to you soon called Uncommon Deeds. You know, it's just something that we thought about doing uh, during the pandemic to just kind of pass the time. And uh, Tom and I sort of approach each other at the same time with a similar idea. And this is what we're going to get out of it, man. We're just talking racing, uh, past, present, maybe some future. Uh, We're going to relive some old memories. We're going to find out some things that uh, we've never heard before. And that's the most exciting part about this podcast. And we're just going to press record and let it go. Yeah, I mean, we have done a lot of radio together. Uh, 16 years for me, plenty of interviews, talking to people in racing, basketball, football, whatever it may be, but I've never had the opportunity to do long-form, free-flowing conversation, and that's exactly what this is going to be. We're going to bring you a podcast every single week with a guest every week. You'll have Justin and I talking at the beginning. We'll throw to our guest, and from there, it's a crapshoot on what's going to happen. We're going <laughs> to play good, it by ear. The good news is we've got some of the absolute legends uh, in the Northeast lined up for you and maybe beyond. Uh, we've started to make some contacts and uh, the show looks like it's going to take off maybe even bigger than we had discussed at the beginning. Uh, it, we're really excited about the future of the show and we're excited that you're along for the ride with us and uh, who knows how long this thing's going to last, but it looks like it's got a, a heck of a start. And for some of you who may have heard us on Season 17, Episode 3 of The Young and the Restless, oh wait, that was not us, oh, but right. did hear us on WDEV, it's the same general idea, except this is completely Justin and I's ship. It is how we want it to be, how we want it yep. to sound, and by hook or by crook, it is going to fall completely on our vision. You know, we got a little goofy at times on the uh, radio broadcasts at uh, Thunder Road or Lee or Devil's Bowl or wherever we were. Um, but, yeah, we had we always had the great producer in the sky telling us, you know, keeping us on track. Well, right now we don't have that. Um, we, it's just you and me and, uh, and, and our guests when they, when they arrive. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a little bit goofy. I, I really think that, uh, you know, between us, it's, we've got six kids. Um, so that's probably going to be a factor at some point in this show. Uh, maybe even this show right now, <laughs> who knows? Absolutely. And you know, maybe we'll just take a week off and I got two four-year-olds that love to talk into the microphone. So mm-hmm. we'll just let yeah. them go. Uh, first things first. And what has been a contentious point I know in both of our homes with our wives, the name of our podcast, Uncommon Deeds, it has a special meaning for you and I, but might miss on a few people who don't quite pick up on it. Everybody's heard of Ken Squire, right? And if you're listening to this podcast, chances are very good that you know who Ken Squire is. Uh, they called Chris Economaki the dean of motorsports broadcasting, but uh, I think uh, Kenley is is right there beside him. And uh, his favorite saying about stock car racers back in the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, so they, they were common men doing uncommon deeds. Um, that's where we drew the inspiration for this podcast. And uh, the name has been used with permission from Ken's family. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're probably going to give a, a nod to him here and there uh, throughout the tenure of this show. And um, we're, we're trying to do this show with 
past colored glasses. Does that make any sense? Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna take a, a retro look at this um, and kind of tell you know like i said we're gonna hear stories that we've never heard before that's what i really enjoy about this thing um and that's the only part of the format that we figured out we're gonna go as we go and uh we're kind of gonna let the guests decide uh where the turns are in the road absolutely and like you said it's a it's a tip of the hat the name and especially i know for you as well but for me i was someone who almost was exclusively at the time doing basketball and speaking of another friend of ours who, rest in peace, Amy McGovern, yeah. uh, had told me at the racetrack once that Justin needed a new, they needed someone to take over, and I had my laptop, and I recorded a makeshift race on Milk Bowl 2011, I believe, sent it in, and like two weeks later, was we good to business, go, man. and yeah, we were after that, I think we met at a uh, restaurant in Waterbury mm-hmm. to kind of go over the season plan, and he got me going and with DEV and with racing. I think that was the only meeting that we ever had before a season started in the eight years that we were on the radio together, which is uh, – actually, that's pretty cool uh, that we kind of knew uh, where we were jumping off from, and you and I had never met before, um, and – the first time, you know, really the first conversation that we'd ever had was in that restaurant meeting. And the second conversation we ever had was on the air at our first race together. I think first race was in Lee. So our second ever meeting, we were, there were what, five of us in my Chrysler 200 (laughs) driving to Lee Yeah, with uh, TJ and Ricky and Amy. Yeah. It's good times, man. And, uh, We've been the most beautiful friends ever since. Absolutely. We are uh, bringing you Uncommon Deeds. I, it's it's funny that it kind of came together the way that it did because I mentioned something maybe on Facebook. I said the word podcast. And Tom, you immediately messaged me like, are we doing a podcast? And I was like, yes, we are. We hadn't talked about it. It was just, yep, let's do it right now. Yeah, we were both at the uh, point where it was something we wanted to do. And I know I'm someone that, if I have an accountability buddy, makes it a lot easier, especially <laughs> when you have small children, because it's very easy to find an excuse not to uh-huh. do something. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do your kids like racing, Tom? Uh, they. D- I got to take TJ to his first race, not this past year, COVID, uh, the year before. So he would have been two. Mm-hmm. and he had a blast. It was me, him, and my dad. So it was Tom Sr., Tom Jr., and Thomas the Third. Oh, boy. And he had a blast and went face first into some fried dough. Yep. Uh, and now he's real big into monster trucks is his, is his thing, which I can will we, say. Can if, we blame Blaze, the cartoon Blaze, for this? It did, it did start out with yeah. Blaze. It started yeah. with Blaze. Mm-hmm. And then we actually went to uh, Riverside Speedway this past summer. It was our literally only trip, really, outside the house mm-hmm. as a uh, as a family. And they had a monster truck show at the racetrack. Oh boy! And yeah. the joy in his face—it reminded me of being the little kid at Thunder Road 
you know, talking to every stranger saying, Ooh, that's my uncle Pat that's my right uncle. there. Number five. Yeah. And so he is very big into that. And I'm thankful that if he's going to be obsessed with a hobby, it's something that's only like $3 and 88 cents per little <laughs> per, truck per hot wheels monster truck, which he has amassed like 50 of already. Yeah. Thanks to Santa and mommy and daddy. And you know, so he's got an extensive collection. Mm-hmm. We're working on a Hot Wheels set over here. Uh, Lightning McQueen is big in our house, uh, but monster trucks have have really started to take off lately. With Evelyn, she's three, three and a half, and uh, we my my wife surprised me with a trip to uh, Devil's Bowl. I worked there full time, and um, Linda and Evelyn walked into the announcers tower. Uh, when Ev was maybe six weeks old, uh, for the first time. So she's, she's been indoctrinated and, um, we've never pushed it on her. Certainly my wife hasn't because she would never, but, um, I've been careful to not push it on her and she's found racing on her own and it's a problem, um, in the best of ways. And, uh, my niece is with us most of the time and she had never been to a race and I put her to work at devil's bowl this year. She loves it. She wants a race car. I uh, brought her to Thunder Road for the last show of the year before the Milk Bowl. The only time I went up this year, COVID. And uh, yeah, she's hook, line, and sinker. So it, I think we've got another generation on both sides of this podcast that are that are on their way. It is. Uh, it's cool to watch the kids embrace different aspects. And you know, I'm obviously, and you'll listen throughout the podcast. You'll pick up. I'm a very big basketball guy, and I coached at Colchester and all these things. And I think the twins were one week old. The first time I brought them to practice. That's awesome. And I'm seeing it now. Cause it's that time of year where you get all those like, Oh, this happened on Facebook two years ago or right. three years yeah. ago. And it's like, Oh, and you're watching them crawl and learn to walk on a basketball court or wherever it may be. It's, it's cool stuff as time f- flies by as, the twins are four now and it's crazy. So you mentioned something a couple of minutes ago uh, that I think is important uh, for the context of this podcast. Uncle Pat, Pat Corbett, uh, car number five, it's not a road. He was, he was the man, not only there, but white mountain Groveton. Uh, he did a lot of racing and a lot of winning. Yeah. He uh, eventually got his championship at uh, mm-hmm. white mountain yep. and then, Sailed off into the sunset, made one little return, and flipped about eight and, times. And sailed off into the dirt pile. Yep. Yeah, I was there for that. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was big for me, and that was because we kind of grew up in the uh, sticks of Woodbury, so I didn't get to see all my family lived out in like Williamstown, all that area. So when I got to see family, it was usually at the racetrack or heading up on the Wednesday night as everyone's trying to get the car ready and. You know, someone's making a run to Jockey Hollow for some just, just atrociously greasy food. <laughs> Offensively greasy food. And you get all those, those sweet jobs you get as a little kid. Like, oh, you're the one that can crawl into the back and clean the back window. All those, uh, all those little things, and just isn't it, isn't it odd how it worked out that. Jockey Hollow or the location where it was is now Nick Sweets and Eric Chase's race, race shop. And like the most successful cars come out of that driveway. It's just, I always found that crazy. But why isn't it Jockey Hollow racing? Ooh, we got a petition for that. Yeah. 
so that's Tom's background in motorsports. Um, I grew up, uh, well, my, my mother was eight months pregnant with me when she brought me to my first race at Catamount stadium, uh, the spring of 87, uh, sorry, 83. Um, and then, uh, my first memory was in 87 and I'm not talking about racing memory. First memory was in 87 at Catamount. Um, when Beaver dragon went flipping down the, the front stretch in between that time, I'm told, um, my parents had brought me to Catamount one night and, uh, I was two or three years old and it was the eighties. So whatever. And I said, I have to pee. And they said, okay, just go down the grandstands and go pee. So I took that very literally and under green, I walked down the grandstands and I dropped trowel right up against the fence and, uh, peed right there on the front stretch. And apparently I got a, a applause on the way back up to my seat. I didn't miss a lap though. It's one of those things where, you know, mm-hmm. kids take things literally mm-hmm. and then they and get I've real done, comfortable doing stuff. things like, Hey, I've let my son like, Oh, we're outside at the house. You can go pee on the tree. So we don't have to go all the way back inside. Yeah. And then, you go to the playground, he's walking up, and you turn around, he's got pants around the ankles Uh-oh. by the tree at the playground. <laughs> and your daughter's right there next to him trying to pop a squat. And I'm like, oh, thank God it's a chilly day and there's no one else here. <laughs> oh, man. And I've done some stuff since. Uh, did some racing for a little while. Um, found out on lap one that I was not going to have a career as a driver and uh, decided to start writing about it. And eventually got hired to work for uh, Tom Curley and Ken Squire at Thunder Road at Airborne, wherever else. They put me on a microphone one day as an announcer with zero training and then, you know, browbeat me viciously about how to be a better announcer. Um, And I'm thankful for that. Uh, And then uh, struck out on my own and then struck out doing that and... Uh, got hired at Devil's Bowl in the fall of 11. I've been there ever since. And uh, then you and I started in uh, 12 on DEV. Yeah. And it's been a hell of a ride since then, man. Yeah, with little forks here and there for both of us, including marriage and kids. Mm-hmm. and All the kids. I did a, whatever it was, two, three-year stint at Speedway 51. Yeah. Doing announcing and handicapping and... Anything else they could get me get me to do with my plunge time there? Toilets? You plunge any toilets? I did not. I don't uh, think I did that. that. Yeah, done toilets. I've done burger flipping. Drive the fun bus every now and then. Sell tickets and pit passes every night. Mow the lawns. Paint the walls. Got to do it. And this is a little bit of a taste of probably how the beginning of our weekly podcasts are going to go yeah. it's justin the podcast and i is not about this yeah this is just justin and i catching up for you know 10 yeah. 15 minutes yeah maybe depending on uh what we have in store for a guest and how long that goes but then we'll we'll steer and that's just going to be some cool conversations where the emphasis is going to be on stories and letting people tell their stories and we talked about it before we ever started this, that we wanted no agenda when we're talking to these places. You know, we're not going to focus on only Devil's Bowl people that Justin knows or anything like that. And we want zero 
politics involved None. in our podcast. You know, we have ambitions of, you know, hopefully being able to talk to Phil Scott about his racing career with absolutely zero conversation about politics. That's right. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's, this is a racing podcast. It's not anything else. Um, apart from the occasional diaper joke or, you know, stepping on a Lego while we're trying to sit down to the microphone, whatever. But, um, yeah, we're here to, we're here to tell stories that you may not have heard. And, and Tom and I are here to learn things that we've never heard. And that's what this podcast is all about. Like I said, we're going to be goofy a little bit. Um, that's just who we are. Tom will absolutely be dropping Top Gun references throughout the show. Um, but uh, we wanted to introduce ourselves to you if you didn't know us already and uh, spread the word. We're going to have uh, all kinds of social media stuff going on. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Um, just look for Uncommon Deeds. It's going to show up. And uh, hopefully merch at some point, if we have some, have some success, maybe get a little merch going. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a sweet logo um, that was designed by uh, Paul Masidi, Masidi Brothers uh, Graphics and Barry. Um, You know, whatever, whatever things that we do with this podcast, we're going to make sure that they're Vermont oriented, Vermont based. Um, You know, the, the guests may not always be from Vermont, but they'll have some sort of connection to this area. Um, and that logo is a, a great start to that. And it looks so sweet and we're going to get, uh, we're going to get t-shirts at some point. I know that we're going to do that. Um, and hopefully we'll get them out to you soon. Absolutely. And before we wrap things up, I'm not sure if I told you this, but did I tell you that I got robbed today? <laughs> no. Yeah. I got freaking <laughs> robbed today. I got jumped what? by six dwarves. Not happy. So Tom has a uh, sound bank on his mixer. We're going to be using that too. Yeah. So this was just a little taste to let you get to know us. <laughs> and uh, we will be back hopefully very soon. Once we start getting going, it like is, the intent is to be weekly, mm-hmm. every week, unless something comes up. And now, Things get crazy during racing season. As weird as that is. Um, it's harder to work during racing season when you're talking about racing because everybody's so busy all the time, but we're going to do our best. And right now with the pandy going on the dead of winter, uh, now's a good time to get started. And we're going to get some shows in the can as they say, and, uh, feed them to you. Uh, you know, like Tom said, every week, that's our goal every week to have something new and different and fresh for you. Absolutely. So we will catch up to you very soon. So make sure, like he said, you can look us up on the Twitter, on the Facebooks, on the Instagrams, mm-hmm. Uncommon Deeds, and we will talk to you very soon.